and welcome to the Reborn Fitness Podcast. I'm Timothy Horn, your host as always, and welcome back to episode number four. It's so good to have you along, and um, I would like just to take this chance to welcome any new listeners to the podcast. If this is your first time listening to the Reborn Fitness Podcast, it's so good to have you on the journey with us. Welcome. Um, you can go and check out all the previous episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Google Podcasts, and loads of other available platforms that you can find podcasts on. All you've got to do is type in Reborn Fitness, and you will find me, Timothy Horn, and you'll find the podcast there to go and listen to all the other episodes. If you're also new, you can go and follow me on social media. I have three social media accounts, one on Instagram, at Reborn underscore fitness podcast i have a facebook account and a facebook page at rbf podcast that's capital r b f and then podcast and then of course i have twitter also which is at reborn fp 2020 i also have an email address reborn.fitness2020 at gmail.com if you want to email or you can always get in touch on the instagram facebook and Twitter pages by sending me a message on there. I'd like to welcome back all the regular listeners as well. Today we've got a great episode today on why play sport. It's such a great question to ask and a lot of people don't necessarily always know why they play sport. You hear a lot of people, they say because I enjoy it, which is a valid point, or because I'm good at it, it's the only thing that I know, It's just a, it just keeps me busy when I'm bored. But today I wanted to take you through all the positives and negatives of why you should be playing sport or why you should play, yeah, why you should play sport. Um, So it should be a fantastic episode today. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I hope you're looking forward to it. Without further ado then, let's dive in and look at why play sport on episode number four of the Reborn Fitness Podcast. Okay, so... Welcome back to the Reborn Fitness Podcast and let's dive in and look at now the positives and negatives of playing sport. Yes, there are positives and negatives of playing sport. I know it's amazing, but there is. So the very, very first uh, benefit or positive of playing sport is, of course, physical benefits. It's a great stress reliever. It improves cardiovascular health. It helps manage your weight it can enhance aerobic fitness improve joint flexibility and range of motion and it can improve muscular strength and endurance if that's what you're working on depending on the type of sport you're playing so it's all sport dependent obviously muscular endurance would be more for long distance races uh, not races but sports such as cross country tennis uh, even football rugby and cricket in a sense as well muscular endurance is required repetitive actions Mental benefits, there's so many good mental benefits, as as the first one up there says, stress relief. It's a great stress relief. It helps uh, release endorphins, uh, and I actually talked about this on an episode, so I won't go too much into it, because I've talked about that on a previous episode, so go and check that out on the previous episode, or episodes. Um, and of course, another good one, which I think for a lot of people, is the social benefits it provides. You hear a lot of uh, people who play sport for a social reason, you know, um, and team sports is a great one for that. 
Um, you can go and talk uh, to different variety of people. Um, that's why people like playing team sports because it's more social. They find the individual sports a bit antisocial and it's not for them. They like to be around people and interact with people and, and, and achieve a goal together with other people. But an interesting one that I find, and I've talked about this on the previous episode actually, is this thing about transferable skills or life skills. Sport can teach us transferable or life skills, what I call life skills anyway. And, you know, for example, the first one is like emotion regulation, how to handle yourself emotionally on the court, but also in life. So in sport, you have an range of emotions throughout a game, regardless of the sport. You have ecstasy, uh, depression, anger, uh, competitive spirit, all of these different things throughout, throughout a game of sport. And you have to learn how to handle those because emotions are strong. And being able to regulate those emotions and not act when you're angry or over-celebrate when you've won or, or take a loss too seriously, it transfers into life. When you have a good moment in life, when you, I don't know, when you get that first job, that's a, that's a great moment, but don't let it get to your head. Or if you get fired from a job, you don't want to let it consume you too much. And it's about having that emotional maturity and regulating your emotions. Uh, and sport's a great thing for that, but it's interchangeable. Whatever you can, you know, those schemas you learn in sport can transfer and you can use those experiences in life and vice versa. In life, the schemas you gain, different emotions, you can, you know, how you handle yourself in a certain situation can transfer how to handle yourself on the, the sports field as well. Another one uh, is learning how to win and lose properly. You know, people can be bad winners and bad losers. People can be very good winners and good losers, but it t- trains and teaches you how to win and lose because there has to be a winner and a loser in sport. So not over-celebrating when you win and being you know, too cocky or arrogant, but they're not being such a bad loser. You don't shake hands or say, well done to the other person. Transfers in life. Someone might get that, that job that you're after or, or that scholarship that you wanted. You've got to be able to take that well and go, congratulations, man, you deserve it. Well done, rather than going, oh, he, he's this and he's that and he's this and he's that. You know, so again, it's transferable. Those schemas in life can transfer to uh, in sport and vice versa. Individual sports, and I'll talk about this a bit later. Um, and having that independence on the court and the responsibility, and that's why individual sports can be harder. But I'll talk about that a little bit later on. Now, so there's some of the positives. And the main one that I really want to take away, and this is the message that I really, if you want to learn anything or take anything away from this episode today, is that sport can teach you transferable skills, okay, that can help you in life. I've found that playing sport. It's teach, taught me a lot. Teach me? No, it hasn't taught me. It's taught me a lot. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so it's such a good thing. So one thing to take away is that sport can teach you transferable skills to help you in life okay now some of the negatives of sport it can be very time consuming a lot of people and a lot of sports require a lot of driving to certain locations training bases might be far away from your house you might have to travel an hour there and an hour back if you're playing three or four times a week that's a long long time to be play, uh, to be traveling and it can get ty- tiring and, and you can start to lose motivation um, training sessions can be long and tough, and if you're doing them twice a week, an hour and a half training session, it can be tough. You need a lot of, you know, intrinsic motivation, drive from within to keep yourself going. Another one is is repetition. 
you know, if you're playing a lot of sport, it's repetitive. Like my sport, tennis, is repetitive. I'm hitting forehands, backhands, serves, and volleys and smashes all day long, three times a week, and then playing matches. There's a lot of repetition, and again, it come. You've got to drive and motivate yourself, and to keep it enjoyable and keep it fresh. And for some people, the repetition of getting up, training in the week, playing a match on the weekend, going to sleep, getting up, doing the same thing over and over again, week in, week out. All year round, not much break, injuries, it can get repet- it can get boring and it's tedious and people can just lose passion and interest. And then there's also the expenses side of it, financial, the financial demand. Some sports are finance- require a lot of financial input and can be very, very expensive. Tennis, for example, with the, with the tennis kit, you've got the clothes, the tops and, and, and fabrics they're using these days is higher, becomes more and more advanced, which means the prices are going to go up for clothing. Then you've got to string your rackets. If a racket breaks or you break a racket, you've got to then pay for a new racket. They're really expensive. They're about 180 good, 200 pounds sometimes. Strings to string a racket, it costs me about 35 pounds to string two rackets. Um, you know, you have to keep buying new shoes, new grips, tournament entry fees, and you can see training costs. It all mounts up and it becomes very, very expensive. Other sports are not as expensive and it's a bit more accessible to the wider generation. But golf, again, very, very expensive sport. The clubs, a set of irons are, what, seven, £800. Drivers can be three, £400. The clothes can be very, very expensive. The golf shoes can be expensive. The tee times, the memberships to the clubs, coaching lessons, it all adds up. Tournaments, flights, you know, there's a lot of expenses. So certain sports can be very, very expensive. And for some people, especially during COVID, have had to you know, stop and, and, and train elsewhere or even give up the sport that they love because f- financially they can't keep themselves going. So there are some of the negatives um, that uh, playing sport can incur. Time-consuming, repet- rep- repetition, and of course, expenses. Okay. Now, you know, I had the benefit of, of when I was at school of playing both team and individual sports. So I played tennis outside of school, but then I had the classics cricket, hockey, football um, in school. And I had experience of both sides, the individual sports side and playing a team sport. And I really, really encourage you to have exposure to both. So if you're a young person, you need to have the exposure of both individual and team sports because there's so many benefits of both. So, for example, team sports, you know, no matter how much talent you have as an, an, as an individual, what team sports is so good for is it teaches the indiv- individual on how to work together. And there's no I in team. Now, a great example of this is Messi. Now, Lionel Messi, he's plays for Barcelona, his club team, and, for, and he's Argentinian, so for his country, he plays for Argentina. Now, you look at the comparison of when he plays for Barcelona and he, when he plays for Argentina. Two teams, but there's two different players, almost. Messi in Barcelona succeeds so well because he's surrounded by a, a group of individuals who also provide and are talented, and the team have got different sources. When he plays for Argentina, 
he's the best player on the pitch and his supporting cast is not good enough. And you can see that sometimes he carries the Argentinian national team sometimes and they rely on him. Whereas Barcelona, they still rely on him, but he has other players. You know, they've signed Pjanic, they've got Dembele, Suarez, Griezmann, uh, Testegen, all these great quality players that surround him and lift him up. And he lifts the others up to play up to his level. And that's why he succeeds so much at Barcelona compared to Argentina, because Argentina are not a bad national side, but Messi's the best player by a mile. I don't really know many other Argentinian players in there that play at the moment, but they're not at the quality and you can see why. No matter, it's, you know, there's no I in team, regardless of how good you are. Now, that's the benefit of team sports. There's also the group dynamics, how to interact with different people, you know, because inside a team you have different types of people. You have people who are very um, loud and outspoken and confident and like to be a leader, naturally born leaders, or who are just very confident. You then have other people who are level-headed, who are very calm. They either get, you know, they don't get too excited or too down. They stay very flat. And then you get people who are, who are more sensitive and intrinsic and in themselves. And the great thing about playing in a team and playing team sports is it teaches the individual how to interact with their teammates and how to bring out the best of everyone, regardless. You know, so not one person dominating and the intrinsic person gets bullied. It's about learning how to get those group dynamics to, to, to match up so you get the best team. Because if you have a bunch of individuals in a team, you know, that team's going to struggle. Whereas if you have a group of individuals who all work together and who are, who are on the same page, I mean, you look at the, the great sports teams, the, that Manchester United team, the Bulls, the Bulls, the NBA, Chicago Bulls, you know, their team, they were, they were on the same page, they worked towards a goal and that you know and they learned to work together and the group dynamics was perfect so chemistry within a team is so important but that's why it's so important to play team sports as it teaches young kids how to interact and again that's a transferable skill because if you can interact well in a team it means you can interact well in life with different people old young middle-aged uh, people who are you know outgoing people who are you know intrinsic within themselves who are shyer people who are level-headed, people who have, you know, neither or in the middle, you know, but you can interact with everyone. It can help you so much in life. When in a job, in the workplace, getting on with everyone, interacting. So it's a transferable skill. So if you can learn when you're younger, I tell you, it's going to really, really help you later in life as you grow up to be able to handle yourself in a group situation, interact with anyone and anyone. Anyone and everyone, sorry. Okay. But also, it's so important to have... Uh, exposure to an individual sport because individual sport you learn how to be your own coach you have a coach on the outside but on that tennis court for example you have to know how to sort your game out if your forehand's gone wrong you sort of need to know what goes on and as you get older you get better at that you also need to be your own fan base and support system you'll have your, your, your mum and dad watching or you have your box watching but they can't they can only support you you have to keep yourself going you have to keep yourself motivated if you're down in the match or you're struggling so um, it's so good for that. It also teaches a person how to be comfortable in the spotlight and cope with pressure because it's just you out there. You know, if something's going wrong and you're under pressure, you have to deal with it and learn how to build resilience and overcome that, you know. Uh, and, and again, this is a transferable skill. For example, at school, in an exam situation, 
it's just you in that exam room and that exam paper. Or in a presentation, when you've got to deliver a PowerPoint presentation to, a, to your boss at work and you've got all the board of directors in there, it's just you. You, learn how, you need to learn how to cope with the pressure and perform in big situations. And that's where the benefit of playing an individual sport or having an uh, exposure to an individual sport really comes into play. So I really, really, really encourage uh, people who are young, younger listeners, but even older, uh, older, middle-aged, whatever you are, to have exposure of both. You probably have. And I'd love to know and get in touch with me uh, via the, the, the social medias I've mentioned at the beginning or email me your experiences with individual and team sports and tell me um, what, 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 what you've learned from it playing team and individual sports and how it's helped you in life. So yeah, let's do this. So I, I want to challenge you, and this is a little section now, the get in touch section. Okay, so you've got a week to get in touch with me. You can email me, reborn.fitness2020 at gmail.com or direct message me on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. And I'd love to hear some of your experiences and testimonies with playing team sports and individual sports and what skills uh, have helped you uh, in life now and it can be anyone so please get involved with me I'd love to hear from you and next week I will read some of your responses out if you want me to share them that is I have to get your consent first but get in touch what has playing team sports and individual sports helped you in life what three things should we say three things that you found now in life that playing an individual sport and a team sport both or either either or and what how has it helped you and I'd love to hear from you and I'll read some of your responses out next week so get in touch uh, for that okay and another benefit also is uh, of an individual sport is is you learn how to motivate yourself the drive has to come from yourself rather than the team in a team situation you can rely on other team players to pull you through you might have a bad game let's say in football you know, let's say your right back's having a bad game. The defence in the midfield can help that right back out by playing better and it takes the pressure off him. But in, in an individual environment and in an individual sport like tennis, if I'm having a bad game, I cannot rely upon anyone else apart from myself. So it teaches you how to drive yourself, motivate yourself. And it has to come from within and it's installed some great things in me. And again, that's a transferable skill because you've got to then be able to drive yourself in life when times are hard financially or you're looking for a job or at work it's hard. You have to get up. Come on, get up and I can face the day. I can get through this. And you can draw on those schemas from your sporting days to help you in a life situation. So sport has so many great skills that are transferable into life that can help you succeed and really achieve your best potential in life as well that is why sport is so universal and so 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 useful so if you do play sport keep playing it get exposure in both team and individual sports because it teaches you life skills that are so important in life to help you succeed so just to reiterate i want to hear from you guys about experiences you've had playing team and individual sports and three things you've taken from playing sport individually or as a team that have helped you in life to date and on the next episode I will read some of those out on the podcast so get in touch with me the first way is Instagram direct message me direct message me on Facebook 
or Twitter. So the social media is one. And the second way is via email. You can email me reborn.fitness2020 at gmail.com. That's reborn.fitness2020 at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from you. And I'll read some of those responses on next week's episode and you will get a shout out on my podcast. So there it is. That is why you should be playing sport. Just my experience, some of the research I've done. But I hope you've enjoyed it. And now I want to leave you with a little motivational message to wrap the episode up as always. So here now on the Reborn Fitness Podcast, as always, to finish the episode is my motivational message for the week. Enjoy. Okay, so this week's motivational message is a short one, but one that's really, really interesting and important for for life and in sport as well you see a lot of people in sport who want a certain thing or want to get somewhere um, or in life they want to get somewhere uh, they want to achieve a goal or they want to get to a certain point uh, and you hear oh I'm just gonna wait till he comes to me or I'm just gonna wait a little bit and see what happens I'm gonna keep training and see Uh, and sometimes in those situations My motivational message today is about being proactive and not passive. I see a lot of people being passive and waiting for things to come to them. And sometimes you just have to be proactive and go and get them yourself. A great quote from Jonathan Winter says, if your ship doesn't come in, swim out to meet it. I love that quote. That's a great quote, isn't it? If your ship doesn't come in, swim out to meet it. And it's so true in life. Some things in life, people just wait and wait and wait for it to come to them. And it doesn't. You have to go and get it. And it's like in sport. You know, you can have so much talent in sport and you can sit back and just trust your talent sometimes. And you then get to the point where it's like, well, my goal hasn't come to me yet. You've got to go and get it sometimes. You have to put the hard work in and go and get it and go and earn it. Be proactive. You know, let's say you're waiting for that job interview, for example, or you're waiting for someone to get back to you and I'll just wait for them to email me. Sometimes just go and just just go and email them. Be proactive. I'm going to email them. Hey, man, what's up? What's going on? Why haven't you? And then it can, you know, open so many doors. Oh, sorry, you know, so being proactive and not passive in life is so, so important um, in certain situations. Not all the time, um, but you've got to just you've got to gauge that and you've got to see when the right chance is to be proactive. But people that are more proactive are going to achieve much more than people who are passive. People who are passive and sit back won't get anywhere and will definitely not achieve anything in life. But if you be proactive in life and in sport, whatever you're trying to achieve, I promise you, you are going to go places because they're the ones that put themselves out there. Yeah, I'm interested in this. I'll take that. I'll do this because they're going to go and get it. They're not waiting for their ship to come to them. They're going out to meet it. And they're the people that drive that internal motivation, that internal drive. Being proactive is the people that succeed. The top businessmen, the top sportsmen have been proactive in their life. You know, pestered coaches, I want a shot on the team boss. Give me a chance. Let me play. Then sat back and go, I'm going to wait for the manager to pick me. It doesn't work like that sometimes. You might have to go, hey boss, can you play me this week? Is there a chance I can train with the first team this week? Hey boss, is there a chance I can get promotion? Is there a chance I can get experience with this person? So being proactive is much and so, so important. So please, this week, remember, 
yeah, for, for this week, in certain situations, I challenge you in situations that you're sometimes not proactive. I challenge you to be proactive this week in certain situations, in the workplace, at sports, uh, in school, whatever it is. Be proactive and just see what happens. Because I, I promise you, the people that are proactive uh, have gone places and are going to go places. Okay, so that is this week's uh, motivational message. But that's it. That wraps this episode up. Episode number four is in the books. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you found it useful. Don't forget to get in touch with me. Three things you've learned from playing individual and team sports that have helped you in life today. Email me, reborn.fitness2020 at gmail or Instagram, direct message me, Facebook message me, Twitter DM me uh, on my social media accounts. Uh, and I'll be reading some of those out next week and shouting out those people who have got in touch. So do get involved uh, and I'll be doing those next week. But that's next week. Uh, Until then, stay safe, everyone. Happy exercising. Have a great week and I'll see you next week where we've got a fantastic interview with a sports massage therapist. So that's going to be a great episode. That's next week's interview uh, on the penultimate episode. But that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening and see you all very, very soon for the next episode. Bye for now.